two extremes. And, and what I'm laying out is, in a sense, is not a, necessarily about whether Will Smith should have or should not have. I want to really move into, again, some perspectives that people probably haven't thought about or at least haven't heard as I've been listening to various people give their opinions to a degree on this situation. So the two extremes that this took place in, um, one, and again, going back to the my friend who had shared it with me, and at first I'm like, I don't even want to watch it. So just off the strength of her telling me what happened, I um, didn't know what Chris Rock had said. I just knew that he had, that from getting being told, hadn't watched the video at this point, that Will Smith had smacked him, and and she explained that he was saying, "Keep my wife's name out your mouth." At the time, I'm not knowing what Chris Rock had said. I was just those details were explained to me, and so my first initial thought was this, and it matters that I did not know what was said because that 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 explained the two extremes. So my first initial thought was, "Oh my God, Jada got Will Smith out here looking like a whole clown." Will Smith looking like a whole clown out here. And again, this is me going off the strip of it just being described to me what had happened in a brief conversation on the phone. And the reason I'm saying this is because I explained, explained to my friend, I'm like, I said, um, again, at the time, not knowing what was said, I'm saying, um, I definitely get that you're not going to let some man talk about your wife and disrespect you your wife, like, I get that that's not something that a husband should do or typically will do, if you will. And and I explained to her, I said, so 90, 99% of the time, I get that. I said, but there is one time, 1% of the time, where that's absolutely inappropriate. And I said, that moment is, Anytime you're at a comedy show, for example, and you're up front and the comedian gets on you or your significant other, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, whatever the case may be, sometimes certain comedians can get under the skin of the person based on them roasting them or whatever joke they may see. And that's the moment in which if you get angry, you always look like the fool. So again, when my friend described this, just only described it to me, I hadn't watched it yet, but I was telling her, hey, what's up, Deshaun? How you doing, King? Outstanding, man. How are you? Doing well, man. I'm doing a, what I consider is something I do on my radio podcast every now and then, a thoughtful rant. So really, it's just me ranting, and I decided to do it on Clubhouse and uh, you know, Good. just kind of see how things work now with being able to have yeah. plays. So I'm really just kind of ranting. Um, you know, We're just here to support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to try it on Clubhouse to see how it worked. So for the most part, it's just listening. So, you know, definitely if you don't mind listening, keep listening. Um, you know, eventually I may open it up, but it's really just me getting this off on Clubhouse, seeing how it works te technology-wise, what I could do with the feed after the fact. Because this, this stuff wasn't available back when I was trying to play around on Clubhouse. So just give you a heads up on what, what you're listening to. All right, but thank you, brother. No problem. With that said, yeah, yeah. So with that said, kind of back to where I was at, I was just simply sell, telling her again, I hadn't seen the video. I'm just going off her describing it to me. And I said, so the 1% of the time that you cannot react, to some other man having your wife's name and her is at a comedy show where a comedian really is just joking you. And so 
I'm telling her, he looking like a whole fool. And then when you consider the rest of the history, it's just, it just looks stupid. That's what I said when I did not know um, what he what had been said. So after I get off the phone with my friend, I finally, I tell myself, I'm like, man, I ain't gonna watch this video. I broke down and watched the video. And so when I saw what the joke was, I almost went completely 180 with it in the moment. I was like, wow. Because um, I don't keep up with a lot of celebrity gossip or things that happen in the media, but, um, and I'm not a, necessarily a big red. I like, I, I used to enjoy watching some of the red tables a lot more in the past than necessarily, I don't know if, if it's still going or whatever the case may be. I think it is. Uh, but I definitely caught wind um, of when Jada talked about her alopecia and why she would always wear hair wraps and her fear of sharing that with the world. So I don't remember watching it necessarily in full, but I just remember seeing a few cuts over the, I can't even remember how long ago. But um, when I heard what the joke was, I'm going, man, I don't really keep up with celebrities like that, but I'm very aware that that's an issue for Jada and I'm shocked or surprised and thinking to myself, I'm like, and Chris Rock has to know it. So when I'm sitting here connecting and personalizing and assuming, I could be wrong, assuming that Chris Rock is possibly aware of, you know, her fear of this, I thought to myself, I was like, well, that that's very different. So I literally had just spent probably about 20 minutes with my friend clowning Will to a degree, saying he a whole clown for reacting the one, to act, reacting that way to the one time you can't react that way when there's a comedy, you know, comedian roasting you, and then now let's make it at the Oscars in front of the national TV even more of the reason you can't get mad when a comedian is roasting you. So this is what I had previously been saying before I watched the video, but then when I watched the video, here's the other extreme. So on one extreme, I thought it was a full clown. But then on the other extreme, when I began to empathize with um, Jada's alopecia and not like like being extra sensitive over the top, like alopecia um, is, you know, is like some definitely medical thing or anything like that. But I don't minimize it because I could empathize with this thing right here, knowing that it was her issue and she decided to share with the world, hey, I'm having this issue and trying to get comfortable. I'm sitting here going, wow, I'll quickly put in perspective. Will's probably expected to win this Oscars. She's out with, with her husband, if you will, supporting him. And she's got her head, from what I could tell, completely out. And so I can imagine, not so much you know, me being Will Smith, if you will, but I can imagine if I'm very aware that I have a wife with this same issue and she has an issue you know, coming out publicly and she's just now getting comfortable with herself and she's going to support me fully in public in that manner and come out and just be herself fully, you know, you know, head, bald and everything, man, ain't, I'm not finna let nobody say nothing about my wife knowing what she's experiencing and in a sense, probably accepting about herself to say, I'm going to support you in, in full it fully as I am, and I'm going to do it unafraid of show, showing the world. So if I think that's what she's doing and showing support, man, I wish a motherfucker would make a joke about her head. 
You you feel me? Like like it really changed when I thought about it from that perspective. Dope was the extreme again, but this talk ain't about which one is right. I'm just showing you how I went to two literally 180, one extreme. He's a clown. To I can empathize to the degree that I couldn't imagine my wife being in that situation and me letting anybody, even in the even in that you know to a degree in that situation. Is the unfortunate aspect though. So it's the narrative I'm hearing you seeing it on one hand is this concept of it's protect, you know, this protect black women perspective. I don't think even with those two extremes, and while I'm not even telling you which way I'm siding now, I just completely understood 180 both sides of it, right? I literally could see it from both sides. But the context that is absolutely um, what this is not to a degree, in my opinion, is a quote-unquote protect black woman thing um, in, 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 in the sense of Will and Jada with that unfortunate history where, unfortunately, it, it does apply that she doesn't have a history of, in a sense, covering Will. I'm not going to a tit-for-tat, like, okay, well, she hasn't covered him, so now he doesn't have to cover her. That's not what I'm talking about, but it does factor into it when we, that history has, in a sense, made Will, if you will, look weak, which is really, again, not covering one another or covering your husband, if you will. So since that's been the backdrop, well, again, regardless of which side of it you own, at the end of the day, Will the smack Pookie from New Jack City. You feel me? Like, like there's no points for that. And it's not that he did it to get points per se, but I'm saying that uh, something that we, in a sense, we used to say in, in, you know, in my little country town in the streets or whatever, like, you don't get no points for bullying or beating up somebody you can already beat up, if you will. And so the, the, the nuance of how this factors in, unfortunately, is if we're going to put it in the context of protect black women, well, I don't think Will doing this, if that's T.K. Kirkland, of course T.K. Kirkland would never be asked or nor would he care to, um, in a sense, be you know be at the Oscars, if you will. But I'm just saying, um, if y'all, for those who know T.K. Kirkland and T.K. Kirkland his background and how he moves, if that were a T.K. Kirkland making that same joke, would Will jump up and protect his black woman? I think the answer is unequivocally no. And so based on, you know, again, what we think we know or, or in the event that he might have done it, again, I doubt he would have done it. He also know he, the last thing he going to do is go up there and try to smack a TK Kirkley. Like open hand slap, you only do what people you see as weak and know you can get away with that with, man. Like it's impossible. Like, most men, most men, I'd rather you punch me than smack me. If you smack me, you know, if you punch me, we might fight it out, get broke up and get through it. But you smack me, nah, completely unacceptable because that's really showing a, a bigger level of disrespect, which, again, we don't believe it. You know, that's not something that we accept. And so him walking up there all bold, knowing who it is, knowing and delivering a slap, really lets me know if that's anybody else. 
he may not do that. So we throw it in the narrative of protecting the black woman, protect the black woman. If she's in imminent danger and you need to step up to the plate, you're going to do that at all costs, no matter who it is. And so unfortunately, again, with Will's history and looking so weak over the past, you know, really for so many years, mostly due to his own wife, going up to smack Chris Rock really unfortunately changes what I just described earlier and empathize with probably would be a natural reaction if that were my wife knowing that she's coming out showing issues that she's concerned about. You're not finna, that's just the one joke you're not gonna make. Like, I get that part, but you beat up Pookie. So that's all I want to say about that. Here's a bigger context that I really want to get to is um, the, the well, let me let me add this in, too. So I also want to include this, too, when it comes to, um, again, this issue of alopecia. Um, this is all happening. This this crazy, absurd situation happened all while the Crown Act is being tr pushed um I think in 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 um, Congress, if you will, uh, this idea of black women specifically being able to wear their hair natural without repercussions of any kind. Um, I don't know all the details of the law, but the fact that this happens in a sense while that's happening does speak to when it comes to because I saw um, some people in the media just highlighting it's just a joke. It's just a joke, and for for men. To a degree, while we could be, most humans can be sensitive about the hair. Hair is very important to us, especially as Americans, if you will, in this culture. And so, while it's quite natural, that's why it's such a, it's a billion dollar business, you know, trying to maintain hair and keep hair or stop hair loss. So we all have definitely sensitivities. A lot, not all, but many people have sensitivities about their hair. But it's a whole nother level when you start talking about black women's hair and how it defines and has in a sense, you just, you know, just the whole thing of, you know, wearing it natural or permanent based on fitting into society. There's a lot of trauma to a degree that can be related to hair. And so alopecia, why it causes anxiety in a lot of people that experience it. You can imagine for a, a, a beautiful black woman like Jada Pinkett uh, over the years with all the different hairdos and all the beautiful things that you know, sisters are known for, for what they can do for their hair and to lose that part of herself at a relatively early age does, again, elevate that issue to another issue. And like I said, just in the backdrop, you know, the Crown Act is trying to get passed as this as we speak. So I definitely wanted to acknowledge that aspect from a collective standpoint that I get. I wanted to give that, say that before I say what I'm about to say now, which is the context of those who are suggesting that this moment between Will Smith and Chris Rock is some type of reflection on the African-American community. This moment is has zero reflection on the African-American community. Zero reflection. Um, this concept... I wish I could remember. I used to, when I first moved to Atlanta, there used to be these two brothers that was killing it on the radio. And um, first time I ever 
heard this perspective I'm about to give you. I always want to give credit where I get things from. Um, you know, I definitely love to originate my own ideas, but I, to a degree, if I get something from someone, I try to acknowledge as much as I can. I hate that I don't, I can't, I hate that I can't remember these brothers, man. They were so popular. And I remember when they got taken off the radio, it was super surprising because they were killing the ratings. And I don't know the details for why they got taken off the radio, if you will, but they were super popular here. And I just remember something that happened, you know, maybe something similar to this, not to this degree, because this is, you know, to a degree extra shocking because it happened at the Oscars, if you will, right? But something that years ago had happened where somebody had did something abnormal in Hollywood and the cunt and a lot of people were having that concept of um, this reflects so bad on the black community. And they called into the show and said that. And I remember feeling that same way at the time, like, God, oh, this is such a bad reflection, whatever it was very similar to what I don't remember the exact situation, but it was definitely something similar where something was way out of pocket that, you know, that happened that just looked kind of bad, if you will. And I remember one of the brothers, like people, Somebody had called in and said it looked so bad in the black community and shit. And they was laughing like, how? How? And I'm kind of taken aback because I usually really rock with them. And they was like, how? Like, what they did, I would, they ain't no reflection on anything I would do. So how that's a reflection? How is that a reflection on me? I wouldn't act that way. And I never forgot that. That always stood out to me. And I want to apply that same concept to what I'm saying now. I also want to highlight, um, I did this show, the Mendala Talk Show, every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but I did a show a couple years ago. I've been on the air for seven years now, every Saturday. We ain't missed but a couple Saturdays in seven years. But with that said, um, I did a show, uh, Should Blacks Reorient from Whiteness? And that show was really brought about from that one comment. And it's really coming to under, to, to our own understanding as African-Americans that what when I say it has zero, I'm about to show and prove it to you, has zero effect on how we're seen as an African-American community. While, yes, the Oscars is, is prestigious and it's, you know, the, the, the upper echelons of Hollywood or Hollywood weird, as some of my friends call it. And I think that aptly applies to this situation, Hollywood weird, if you will. Um, while it's absolutely that, at the end of the day, this is an observed one-time act by obviously Will Smith and Chris Rock. Of course, yes, they're both black. But for all the blacks to say this reflects on you know our community and you know just make things look bad or whatever, there ain't no white people sitting there up there thinking right now that we can't invite no more black people to the. Oscars, even though just a year ago, Oscar's so white, we was complaining about that. Again, I'm going to get into that too. But ain't no white people sitting here going saying we can't invite no black people because they might do what Will and Chris Rock said. Because <laughs> for those that think that what they did is a reflection on the black community or the African-American community, then that's what it would mean. It would be like, we can't get no more black people up here because look how they're going to act. And and this really matters. Uh, we really should get away from this way of thinking, but it it comes from the historical pre precedents that many of our ancestors set when they were the first into industries, whether it was Hollywood, whatever industry, Jackie Robinson into baseball, all these trailblazers that 
were entering into different industries, the Tuskegee Airmen, things of this nature. So a lot of our ancestors at the time that they were getting into various industries where, uh, you know, unfortunately, the way our ancestors were quite often looked at as black people were not capable of and think of these various um, jobs, especially the ones that require smarts, if you will. But our ancestors already went through that. It's like Jay-Z said, I already went through that so you don't have to. And it's like we have failed to truly respect our trailblazers of the past wearing that on their shoulders. Like, you know, going back to the Jackie Robinson example, he wasn't the best player in the Negro Leagues because you would think if to a degree, if you, you know, you're going to integrate baseball, if you will, you would think it would just go to the absolutely best player. Now, Jackie Robinson was very good. He's a, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, deservedly so, not just because he broke the color barrier. He was that damn good. You know, again, kind of created the idea of stealing home base. It's just, you know, just to highlight how good he was, right? But he wasn't the best player in the Negro League. He was hand-selected, hand-picked based on his ability or personality to be able to deal what was going to come with being the first African-American to integrate baseball. And so we love to go back and watch those stories or, you know, some people now are familiar with, um, I think it's the sister Covine. I think I'm saying her name, last name correctly. Uh, like for example, Rosa Park wasn't the first to do what she did or whatever. It was, you know, I think the sister, young sister was named Covine, but just based on how she looked and her background, the, uh, in a sense, Rosa Park didn't, do that by happenstance. I think most of y'all know that now. It was, it was a strategic move by those who were already pushing in Selma 10 years prior to MLK uh, even showing up, if you will, right? They had already been pushing uh, the, the, pushing the, um, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, kind of pushing the envelope, um, you know, already doing, putting the groundwork, laying the groundwork to, to integrate, if you will, um, and not to get into that discussion, but I'm just highlighting Rosa Park was relatively hand-picked because of background and the ability to do that. So I'm highlighting these trailblazers. They've already done that, but we do unfortunately have a context really from those times where a Jackie Robinson was carrying, to a degree, the race on his shoulder. I remember going to the Air Force Academy and learning about, I wish I could remember the brother's name, but like the first brother that went to West Point, that brother literally went to West Point and no one spoke to him his entire four years and graduated from West Point. Like these are trailblazers that already went through that. So we don't have to go through that, but we still unfortunately put things in the perspective as if the weight is still on all of our shoulders when we're in specific industries that we had to break in and have now in Hollywood to a degree, a relatively long history. Like, yes, for the longest, it took a lot of years to get quote unquote, a, a number of Oscars within the African-American community. And now, you know, at this point, there's been more given again, I don't give a damn about that validation. So, but that's not the reason I'm saying we should reorient from whiteness. It's lose this concept that every ignorant or amazing thing that's done by one of 
our, you know, people, if you will. And I'm not saying don't be proud of it. I'm not saying you can't say, can't say it's ignorant, but to now make an ignorant move or even an individual success, especially in an industry that you don't aspire to, you can admire it, love it, but to think it is a representation of the entire race that's somehow going to, you know, continue in a sense to advance us in this country in a way that our ancestors who were true trailblazers, who did have to have particular demeanors, who did have to deal with more direct attacks and and to a degree their success was going to be the difference of whether people that were able to even come behind them and get opportunities in more cases than not just to sustain themselves not simply not not simply because they wanted to be in a specific industry so the trailblazers did that already and so we should lose sight of an uh uh, 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 ignorant act, whoever side you're on in this situation is a reflection on the entire community. At the end of the day, if, you know, you, you know, I mean, here's the example, like, and here's another way to put this in perspective. When you think about even the people in Hollywood, the Hollywood black couples that we are very, you know, that we are aware of or, 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 or all of those who, to a degree because we see them as celebrity and we can see their lives and scroll and see their, you know, beautiful pictures when they're attending all these different galas and things of this nature. And we, but we, you know, obviously fell in love with them because of their talent, whether it be in movies or music, but whatever these, in a sense, power, quote unquote, power couples are in some version of the entertainment industry that we, again, we're able to admire because part that comes with them going into industry, celebrity comes with, Celebrity comes with getting into entertainment if you're very successful, right? And so we're able to all watch and admire. Uh, you know, I have several areas that, you know, I really admire their work and things of that nature. And so I get to a degree an innate connection to their success to a degree feels like a little bit of success for all of us. And so I get that attachment and then, of course, on the flip side, when something gets done publicly, such as this, there's this feeling that, oh, man, they've set us back or look how black people act or whatever. But unfortunately, that's just a really a false narrative that has was intentionally done in the past that we're kind of bringing forward because we even as African-Americans really feel to fail to process what our ancestors have done for us in a proper way. Again, because of what they went through, we still quite often look at our plight as similar as if they haven't advanced us to the point where there's Chris Rock presenting and there's another black man that eventually is going to receive a reward. Like, and again, I'm not highlighting that as some type of progress that I care about. I'm just telling you, we know in the past that wasn't going to be the case. And so now it's relatively normal. Although, again, a year ago, Oscar's so white. <laughs> it was just a year ago, right? And I'm just saying this time around, 
what is it, the Will Packer is producing it. And so, you know, and again, like, like, like to really put this, what I'm saying in perspective, Stephen A., who I still respect, I'll just use him as an example because he said, like in his tweet, you know, um, he's, uh, he's, he's, talk, he's talking like, especially since they're black. Like that is a trauma-based perspective on what other black people do is a reflection on the community. Again, there are no white people saying as much as we are all shot, black, white, whatever race you are, shocked by this shit happening, they're not saying look at how black people act just because Will Smith and Chris Rock had this fiasco. And when you really do not seek their validations, which we no longer need to, again, it's a difference when you were a trailblazer and everything was riding on your success for other African-Americans to get opportunities in other industries as well. Like it was such a thing in, in a lot of a lot of those situations that particular African-Americans needed to be successful so that other Blacks would get opportunities in industries completely outside of the one they were in. That's a bigger burden that our ancestors carried and got us to a point now where, yes, there are some of us who are still in industries where there's not a lot of us. You are a trailblazer in that sense, in that you're going in fields that maybe are not a lot of us in. And the way you have to maneuver through that field, in that field, if it's if it's in a, in a majority, if it's ran, if quote unquote ran by a bunch of white people, if you will, the way you may have to move has to seriously take in consideration how you may have to take into consideration how you need to act within that culture. But once you understand how business culture and culture in general works, that's something you have to navigate culture no matter where you go. Even if you go outside, you know, any people that people that immigrate understand this completely. You have to understand and navigate culture. And if you're not naturally from, from that culture, you are going to be looked at as an outsider. And so you figuring out how to navigate that culture is always going to be necessary. But that's very different than looking at this trauma-based, from a trauma-based standpoint of every action of some Black person who does not reflect, if you wouldn't act or do that ignorant thing, then that is not a reflection on the entire community. And ultimately, even if there are white people saying, look at how Black people act, that ain't got shit to do with you and fuck them for thinking it. Like, it does not matter. Oscar's so white. It does not matter. So reorient from whiteness and stop this trauma-based concept that things that are ignorant or even successes are some type of reflection that's going to be the difference between how white America looks at us or opportunities that were given. Like the sister Jackson going for the Supreme Court situation, we are not surprised that she had to be overqualified to get that opportunity. That's the reality that she's long understood to even get that opportunity. And since she understands it, that's all that matters. And she's figured out how to navigate to even get that opportunity, right? No need for the rest of us who are pulling for her or would like for her to succeed, if you will, to be concerned about why is it still that way? 
And then when I when I say not be concerned about it, I'm not talking about not be concerned to the point where it's okay. That I'm not saying that it's okay that it's still that way, but it's the reality of navigating that culture. And so she figured out not because of uh, of her obligation to the rest of us. She figured out the path she wanted to take and needed to take to get that opportunity. And hopefully she gets that opportunity and does well for herself. Does well for herself. And more power to that system. But this full out collective connection to race, an overhyped connection to race without understanding the social construct. I did a show on race as a social construct and we over identify with it to the point where we, a piece of us identifies our own success or failure with these other people who are navigating a lot of times without even thinking about the rest of us. I'm not suggesting that she's not because clearly she made it, you know, she was proud of the name that her parents gave her. Right. Um, and she figured out exactly what she needed to do to be successful in her own life. So she's, again, we could be proud of her representation of that. She made it known, be proud of it. It's not me telling you not to be proud of it, but it's that's her choice to navigate that space. Here's the biggest things that our ancestors, the biggest things that they gave us by being the trailblazers that they had to be and necessary for us to have an opportunity. Here's our choice in life. We can choose to be like uh, future Supreme Court Justice Jackson and navigate, quote unquote, white spaces, if you will. I'm just using that to have context. I don't even care to label it that, but I get it. But I'm just saying it so that people clearly understand what I'm saying. That We have a choice to navigate white spaces or like myself, move to Atlanta and build a business that's focused on our community where that's not even the concern of mine. I got let go years ago when I was trying to move up in corporate America via sales and I didn't fit the culture and got pushed out, right? And I was so devastated and couldn't understand it because the issue that I got pushed out for, I literally got fired for something I didn't do, um, but I had become a problem child because I could do well within the industry without following their culture. At the time, I didn't understand the importance of culture with the inside of an industry. And so it took me years to accept that me not fitting the culture is ultimately why they pushed me out for something I didn't do. And so I'm just highlighting that personal example. I'm highlighting that personal example to say our ancestors got us to a point where we can choose to navigate the American culture um, within it and do the things that, that that are necessary for those who choose to, or if it's not something you want to do, we have the opportunity to literally um, navigate within our own world to the degree that we never have to receive validation from uh, a white group of white people again. That's what our ancestors have given us. That's the progress that we don't own when we silly, really take the silly look that somehow what Will Smith and Chris Rock is a reflection on black people. 
Now that's a reflection on them that Will himself personally may never live that down. Got nothing to do with me, and I wish more of us could see it that way. So that's all my thoughts on my thoughtful rant. Again, I jumped in here um, just to um, play around with Clubhouse. I normally do this stuff on my radio show. So hopefully this replay will work. I'm just trying to see how things work here. Um, but that's it. Um, I, I said some, somebody else is in here, but I can't see them. I'm, I don't. I haven't done this in over a year. Um, it's weird how it says two people are here, but I don't see them. I don't know how that part works. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and I guess knock this out. I wouldn't. I would say what's up to the second person, but I don't quite. I don't know how that. Well, I don't see him. If you're here, that's kind of weird. It says two are here now. All right. Trying to learn how this thing works, but that's my three cents. And I'll be really going over this all again on the podcast on Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Um, YouTube Live, Mental Dialogue. Go to find, a, find Mental Dialogue on the YouTube page, and you can jump on and join me. I was just really doing this rant solo. That was the plan, not to get a lot of people involved. But I and, I, and I, a lot of times what happens is when I do my regular show and let people jump on, I don't get to get out every point. So I wanted to just play around with getting everything out at once. And I may do this again in the future. Um, didn't know if people would come in here and join, but again, just kind of playing around with this. So we'll see how it go. Um, follow me um, on Facebook, Montoya Smith, or Mental Dialogue Facebook page, or on IG Mental underscore Dialogue. I'll be promoting the Just My Three Cent podcast where we will revisit this issue again, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, I'm out.